Welcome to Witch Theater. This is Kylie, the cat-loving witch. And this is V, the fashion report witch. <laughs> Just call me Joan Rivers. We're talking fashion, affairs, and pussycats. Ugh. It's the 60s. <laughs> It's the word. It's just the word. It grosses me out. We're talking about bewitched. What? But what? Like it just. It's icky. like the word moist for some people. Oh. It's just the sound of the word. I have no problem with vaginas. I love my vagina. It's literally just that word. I think it's a really hilarious term for a vagina. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. <gasps> Well, I love like hearing rappers and they call it kitties and I'm like, that's, that's stretching it a little bit. That's like a little too weird for me. It's stretching it. Ha 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 Wow. We're already getting going. Samantha Stevens yeah. would be blushing. Yes, she would. Are we ready to get into it? It's episodes 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Hell yeah. Let's go. I have fashion reports the entire way. I was not kidding. And then we also have a fun new thing at the end for you guys. So stick around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you write down the title of episode 16? It's called It's Magic. That's all I wrote down. And I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss something. <laughs> no. Okay. Like these episode titles are stupid. I mean, over the episode titles. It starts off with the ladies. So basically a group of older ladies who are apparently like the neighborhood elite. They showed up in that episode where they, like, welcome Samantha to the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So this includes Gladys Kravitz, her neighbor, who's always trying to catch her being a witch. Uh, They're discussing making Samantha the entertainment chairman, which is apparently, like, a joke thing because it's really difficult to do. They give you no money and it's, like, impossible. Well, like, they did this in an episode of WandaVision where they're, like, raising money for, like, a cause. And I'm like... Be careful because I haven't happen? watched WandaVision yet because I don't have a login. Oh, it's Wait, not... It, it's not is it spoiler. Disney or is it HBO? It's Disney. Oh, thank God I can watch it. Tell me when the whole yeah. series is out and then I'm going to binge it. I mean, there's five already. You can do some serious binging. Nice. I love the Scarlet... Yeah. We're going to cover... We're going to cover WandaVision because we're I... We're totally going to cover WandaVision. I'm a huge... Because of Matt, my fiancé, uh, who passed away, I I have to say that because it's, like, weird when I'm, like, my fiancé, because I'm single as fuck, but, you know, whatever. That's a She's pro available, tip for, guys. Available. I am. But that's also a pro tip to uh, about widows. Don't call them her, their exes. It's not their ex. They didn't break up. But anyway. So, she, Scarlet, I got into Marvel. Like, I started watching them because the Avengers were coming out at the time we started dating. Like, the second Avengers, I think. So we, and I was like, being a Virgo, I was like, I gotta fucking know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, I have seen every Marvel movie. <laughs> I am just a Marvel girl. So when I am now, um, I be, I fell in love. My high school sweetheart was into Iron Man and then the Iron Man movie was coming out. And of course, Jon Favreau was like the shit. So we went and I, Who's, it just continued the from there. Yeah. Oh, Jon Favreau is a fucking gem. I love him. Well, they're great. I love the I love Marvel movies. They make me laugh, they make me cry, they make but whatever. The whole reason we're on this tangent is because Scarlet Witch is my favorite for obvious reasons. So when they announced WandaVision, I got really excited, but I like binging things because I'm a millennial in 2021, so I needed to get a few out before I could sit and watch them because I'm going to die if I have to wait. Yeah, I know I get it. It's been fucking torture. Exactly. So I haven't had to not binge something. And, like, watch something as it's coming out every single week. 
in like my whole life. <laughs> uh, my last one is Handmaid's Tale. They come out weekly. Samantha so. Stevens is going to be the entertainment chair for the <laughs> hospital fundraiser for their stupid little town of Morning Glory Circle, I guess. I think it's like they're supposed to be like what now would be like our suburban like development, I think is really what it is. I mean, so, like, who does this shit, though? Like, what talent shows to raise money? Maybe whatever. in the 50s. I don't know. So the waiter I mean, does I'm glad this Samantha, shit is over. <laughs> the waiter tells Samantha that they kind of stuck her with the bad job. He suggests his friend, who is a magician, to be their act because she has to hire an act for $50. So now this is Mr. Zeno. They go to... Uh, the great <laughs> Zeno, Kylie. The great I, Zeno. I apologize. This that would be like calling her Miss Gaga instead of Lady Gaga. I don't call her anything except talented. Fuck. Yeah. I, was, I, I don't thought, like her... You told me... No. I don't like her music. I like her, if that makes sense. I'm obsessed. I put Lady Gaga on to clean the bathroom the other day. I don't like her style, but I respect her talent. And I think she's a great actress and an incredible singer. So I like her. I just don't like bop to her music, if that makes sense. I live for her music. But continue. Anyway. A little monster over here. So um, watch, watch the newest rendition of... The movie she's in with Bradley Cooper. What is that called? A Star is Born. Uh, Watch that way too soon after losing Matt and lost my actual shit in front of the guy I was dating. Because I had no idea. (laughs) Oh, no, baby. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. So anyway, we go to it's a beautiful movie, though, and they have great chemistry. They definitely fucked. Anyway. Oh, hell yeah. They totally fucked. Yeah, they Bradley totally Cooper's fucked. wife did not divorce him for no goddamn reason. <laughs> so anyway, we're at Mr. Zeno's like tiny little studio shitty apartment and his associate, who is basically his assistant, his magician's assistant, is leaving him. Uh, he is drinking and is definitely insinuated to be an alcoholic as I take a sip of my wine. Sangria over here. Nice. We're not downplaying alcohol. He's literally drinking straight vodka from a glass. And, like, it's rough. Um, I made a bad al- alcoholism joke last episode that I had to edit out. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it happens. So we're he okay. Says he, we promise. <laughs> we're, we're okay. We both, neither of us have drank this week. This is, we're doing great. Yeah. He hasn't been hired in four years, like, for a real job. Uh, Sam is trying to get him to hire him. She's like, I'll give you $50, but... You have to stop drinking. You can't drink before the show if I hire you. Mm. <sighs> to stop him from drinking, she puts a goldfish in his vodka. <laughs> she loves fish. She's done this a few times. And a parrot in his apartment, which is literally my worst nightmare. But also, like, why would drinking make you hallucinate? Drinking makes you black he- out. Yeah, so he thinks I've been drinking too much. I've been seeing things. And I'm like, um, I've drank a lot in my day and I have never hallucinated shit. I've forgotten no. shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Forgetting is usually the thing, not adding to. College was fun. Anyway. <laughs> do you even remember it? I do. I only drank my senior year because I wasn't 21 till my senior year and I was scared to get caught. Hashtag Virgo. Same. (laughs) MIPs are a bitch. So now we are at the hospital benefit. This episode moved a lot faster than most, although then it dragged at the end. Gladys is at the kissing booth, which COVID, ew. 
This is the 60s. They didn't have COVID then. Also, oh, what a time. just ew. I know. Co- kissing booths are disgusting. But this is my favorite Gladys. This is the only time I've ever liked Gladys. because God, she's the worst. Because <laughs> Samantha's in the kissing booth. She surprises Darren. And then all these men line up to kiss Samantha. And Gladys just grabs all of their money and stands in front of the kissing booth and says, Gentlemen, this booth does not give refunds. <laughs> Get it, Gladys. Sounds like me on a dating app, to be honest. With you. <laughs> you swiped right on a chubby chick. Sorry. Oh, girl, you beautiful. Just, yeah, thank you. I was just totally just kidding. I am desired by many. I'm desired by many. No, I'm just saying there's people for everybody type. Doesn't matter. But anyway. Hell yeah. So Samantha is meeting with uh, what is it? The great Zeno. The great Zeno. He says that his act was suck. Um, he's now good without an assistant. And she jokes that she's pretty good at magic. So he says that she he won't go on if she doesn't go with him in this little outfit. Fashion report. Yes, the, ma'am. The first one. Fashion report. It's a gold sequin sleeveless top. High neck. With a, yeah, high neck. Gold. But this, the skirt, ladies and gentlemen, all six it's- of you. <laughs> It is, it's, it's too real. Bla- <laughs> Black, high waisted bikini bottom, and then a a see through like a sheer black pleated skirt. Skirt. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I think it was beautiful, but it's like quite the outfit for the '60s for a married woman. Uh huh. Yeah, she. A but I loved it. Listen, you could wear the fuck out of that if it were not COVID to the club. Oh, you yeah. could have anybody you wanted shit. <laughs> Honestly, it didn't have enough boobage. Like, it was still pretty good. No, like, if up. you cut, like, if you had it go over the shoulders and then, like, had a plunging neckline. Yes. And, like, just showed, like, the edges of the boobs. Just yeah. a tiny like, push top them together. Clean- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, pat it a little bit so the boobs are, are like, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Some of us don't need padding. <laughs> I sometimes need padding. As fine. I grab my giant <laughs> Oh my god we're in a state okay we're having a time today <laughs> i've been in a mood for like the last three hours so this is fun yeah she decides to help the act starts and it sucks uh samantha comes on she kind of starts encouraging him and ends up obviously helping him right so he cuts a rope and can't put it back together she puts it back together magically for him uh, when he pulls a bunny out of the hat, she makes it work. And then she also adds a shit ton of extra bunnies, which I'm worried about those bunnies. Agreed. And then she has them all hop back into the hat magically. So basically she helps him out and makes it real. So Darren says he is proud of her, but is sad that she has to go back to magic. <sighs> oh, Darren. You almost had me there. Because it was sweet when he's like, I'm proud of you, you helped someone out. And then he's like, but you had to go back to Matt. I'm like, oh my God. So then it's like the next day or a few days later. And Zeno gets from this, because the crowd loved it. The crowd freaked out, right? So Zeno has a real job now. He has got a real booking. And he calls Samantha. Gonna be on television. She says, she in front of Darren, she's like, no, I can't do anything. But then she tells him she'll come watch. That's all she's going to do is she's going to come watch. So this is another situation like what we had a couple of episodes ago with that little kid, Marshall, mm-hmm. where she helped him with his pit- his hitting and his pitching. And then 
he like got confidence. Yeah, I think it's all in. Be a good ball I think player. it's all in good fun. Like she wasn't hurting anyone except maybe the bunnies. Yeah, at one point she grabbed them like directly by the ears, and I'm just like, oh god. Ah, uh, yeah, that's. I think it was supposed to be like what the mother does, but I don't like seeing humans do that. So. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, Gladys is insisting that Samantha is behind the great Zeno's success. She's insisting that, what's his name, Frank? Abner. Abner. <laughs> Frank is, no, Frank is Darren's dad. So Frank is not- Darren's dad, and I was also definitely thinking of one of my classic favorite sitcoms, Everybody Loves Raymond. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Frank. Oh, yeah. Also oh, in Young Frankenstein. Peter Boyle. He, he plays Young Frank, yes. he plays Frankenstein. Yes. We gotta cover that. Oh my we god. Will. <laughs> we will. It is one of my favorite movies and he is one of my favorites. Also R.I.P. Cloris Leachman, who was also in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Damn. Oh my god, we like, gotta keep going. <laughs> too many. Everything is so sad. Everything is so sad. So um basically now they're at the show. Darren is at work, so Samantha sneaks down and goes to this like the showcase. Basically he's on like a variety show. So, um, Roxy came back because obviously this is her shot. Uh, she came back to Zeno to... She's a fame whore. She's a fame ho. She's his assistant. I don't even think I named her before. She's his previous assistant who abandoned him when he wasn't successful. Now she's back. Uh, she makes it very clear through the beginning of their little segment that she wants a spot as the variety showcase girl. So she would be on every episode. She's like fucking up his act. Like really she's taking bad. over, like, yeah, making it all about herself because mm-hmm. she also thinks that he sucks. And Samantha been... actually wasn't doing anything to help his magic. Yeah, he was doing great, but Roxy thinks he sucks because he had been sucking. But because he got a little confidence, he's actually doing a good job. It's like your basic magic shit, you know. Like I don't know, uh-huh. uh, the newspaper trick was kind of interesting. I watched this two weeks ago. I don't remember. So. Uh, never mind. <laughs> We were supposed to do this last week, and then we decided to do the video game thing instead because we were having a week, which was a blast, and I'm glad we did it, but I don't remember the intricate details of these episodes. Kylie's really giving y'all a peek behind the curtain right now. I don't, whatever. <laughs> fucking six of them are No, caring. I know. So, <laughs> maybe one day we'll be big and people will look back and be like, oh, that's so funny. But So, Samantha starts fucking with Roxy a little bit. She makes it so, like, her costume malfunctions, her hair goes out of place, whatever. So, But then, she but makes then. her completely disappear in a puff of smoke. Yes, she did do that. She did do that. Got to write that <laughs> down, but she, she did do we that. We don't get to see her come back. Hopefully, <laughs> she's gone, gone forever. <laughs> So, like, Samantha's magic is getting more extreme. I'm starting to understand why Darren was concerned. I'm not. I say go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she was doing enough before. She's really channeling Endora at this point. Uh. So, she's talking to Darren at the end. Uh, Darren shows up. And it turns out that Darren is the one who pulled strings to get Zeno the job. Okay, but can we, like, make that the show, please? Like, Samantha uses her magic to make people more confident, and then Darren, like, gets them jobs, and they're, like, yeah, a superhero team. That changes, like, a reality-style show where they change people's lives through magic and, and his ad agency. Like, I would love that show. I'd watch I the fuck out of that show. I wouldn't, it would but... Be, it would be, like, a makeover show, like, um, what the fuck was that show on TLC? Oh, uh, um, um... Oh, my God. What Not to Wear... Yes! <laughs> I live for Stacy and Clinton. 
Yes. I still follow them on Instagram. Her hair that she had, like, she she's a lesbian older. now. Or oh, how about that? She always was, but she came out. Awesome. Good for her. I know. It's fucking great. She's beautiful. I love her. Living oh my, her best yeah. life in, like, her fi- late 50s. Like, the hair she has, like, in the way she that looks. gray streak. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's because I have dark hair. And, like, I'm starting to get a few grays. And I'm just, like, that's what I want to have happen. I just want a nice gray streak. Oh, honey, she bleached. She did that. I'm going to do it then. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think she went with what she was given. I'll say it like that. Listen, if I could just, like, have a really nice gray streak and then the rest of it. Like a dark, Jay Leno situation. Yeah. Don't compare me to Jay Leno. No, but Jay Leno in the day was all black with a gray streak and then it, like, switched out. Oh, I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to Jay Leno. Anyway, episode 17. Yeah, we're done. We're done with that one. We're done. <sighs> it was pretty, it was a pretty lighthearted episode. Oh, as they I all forgot. Are, but... The trivia, the trivia for trivia. the episode. I apologize. William, William Burke, who plays Zeno. You guys, I've never seen a more... tiny. He is, like, literally, like, 5'3". Oh, he's shorter than that. He's probably no. About she's four. in heels. Then he's taller than me, even still. But anyway, so this guy played a leprechaun more than once. Yep. Checks yeah. out. But uh, he has over a hundred TV credits. Dude, it's like um, I hate to be this person to reference Harry Potter, but I am a Potterhead for life. Fuck J.K. Rowling, still a Potterhead. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my entire childhood. But anyway, we're not getting into that. The guy who we d- plays. We did that before. It's still, you know what? That one thing it's that disappoints valid. me. One thing that disappoints me more than Bill Cosby is J.K. Rowling. No, I agree. The guy who plays a couple like a goblin and he plays a few other. Yeah. It's the same guy. He's like a super famous British actor because every time they need a little person, he gets called. So he plays the professor. He plays the goblin. He like he's got like all these major roles in it, and he makes bank. Get it? So hell yeah, make you Get know it. if you want to be an actor and you have a specific stature, and you can make it work for you, make it work. Peter freaking Dinklage. Oh, okay. Oh, I have. I need to rewatch Game of Thrones. I. I don't, because the Red Wedding still tears me apart. But anyway, we're continuing on to episode 17. A is for Aardvark. Yeah, what the fuck is up with this title? I actually am not sure. Okay. I actually liked this episode, though. Oh, I am surprised that you liked it. I'm surprised that I'm still watching this show. So, I just thought it was a more interesting take on what's going on, basically. I, I do like it. And actually, the trivia for this one is the director... And Elizabeth Montgomery's husband at the time, William Asher, he called this the definitive episode of the entire show. So, like, if you're going to watch one, not V and Kylie's recommendation, but apparently the director's recommendation is this one. Even though the title is nonsensical. The reason, why, like you said, with the director, the reason I liked it is because at the very least it played with the ideas of how this could go wrong. Yeah. Um... And also kind of showcases how irresponsible she's been with magic. Because a lot of what he does is not necessarily things she wouldn't do. (laughs) Yeah. Darren hurts himself by falling down the stairs. He, like, couldn't remember. This is so normal, but couldn't remember if his the back door was locked. 
So he hurts himself by falling down the stairs. He's laid up in bed. He can't move because he sprained his ankle. He is requesting a ton of her. So basically up and down the stairs all day long while she's trying to do other things. Apparently she went up 27 times. Yes. And it wasn't even like the full day. So, and I will say as someone who's been a caretaker for someone who is actually sick, even then it still gets very fucking frustrating. (laughs) Constantly waiting on someone is hard. Nurses are, good nurses are actual magic. But We love you, nurses. Nurses and I will shout out nursing assistants because they do the gritty shit. Yeah. Nursing assistants do not go to school for that. They get like a, a certificate, but... They do the gross stuff. (laughs) The really gross stuff. Yeah. So anyway, she he's requesting a ton of things. Like literally he brings she brings him something. She walks back downstairs and he's like, Can I have a pencil? Like like little shit and it's annoying. (sighs) So she magics the pencil up to him instead of running up there himself. Herself. I apologize. Herself. So obviously the way he asks for it, I thought was actually kind of cute. He he What did he say? Oh yeah. He throws a paper airplane down to her and on On the paper airplane, it says, whoever finds this, I love you. Please bring me another pencil. And I was like, that's so cute. And then my Virgo brain was like, wait, if he needs another pencil, how did he write the note? How did he write the note? And also the stairs go like down and around a corner. There's literally no way that worked. Kylie's asking the real questions here. Yep. So either way, (laughs) either way, he's being annoying. But it's Darren. Of course he's being annoying. But like... We've all been laid up and been kind of annoying when we're sick, right? Like, everyone's done that. So. This is true. He does get annoyed that she used magic, which pisses me off because, like, (sighs) you're being annoying, so she's fixing the problem. I'm guessing that the A is for aardvark thing comes from him doing this crossword puzzle because it's, like, A, N, and then he realizes the pencil was magicked up to him. I'm guessing that's where this title comes from. It's stupid. It's so stupid. So, Mm -hmm. Samantha convinces him. To let the house cooperate with him, basically, so when he asks for something that he needs, the house can help him versus her running around doing stuff all the time. Hmm. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. It is. is. If he wasn't a male, it would be fine. So he asks for a banana and it doesn't come up. And she goes, well, something must be wrong. She goes downstairs and Andoria is eating it. (laughs) (laughs) That's Darren's banana. (laughs) And my favorite line, which I think needs to be a part of our title, is don't tell me he's a convert. (laughs) I, again, another alternate show where he becomes a witch convert. I'm so into so many alternate show ideas here. We could even have like a limited series instead of a full. Oh, I just want Endora's life in a series. I want it in her own words as a memoir. Read oh, by her. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. Sam explains that she's just having the house help him, blah, blah, blah. So it shows Darren having a little too much fun doing things, doing little things around the house. And Dora's comment is, it's Adam and the apple all over again. Yep. Which for those of you who are not familiar, somehow not familiar with the Bible story, like no shame, but like it's pretty common. Um, not shame. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> But so, uh, Eve. I almost said Lilith. <laughs> Lilith is her her uh, evil counterpart. But anyway, Eve gives Adam the apple, and that is how man is corrupted because the woman gave it to him first. So the Bible's been because sexist from the very first book. Okay, 
the Bible, the Torah, the Quran, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if the Garden of Eden story is in the Quran, actually. I know it's I... in the Torah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because Jewish, the Jewish, Jewish, uh, I don't want to say mythos, but they're... Um, Their Torah just... starts with, the it's the Old Testament. Right, the Old Testament. And the Christianity is the Old and New Testament. But I don't know about mm-hmm. the Quran, actually. Um, yeah. I don't know, anyway. actually, either. I shouldn't have said that. So anyway, Darren is having fun doing little things. And Dora says that this is a mistake. Give him a taste of power and he will want more. I think it's like later in the day or the next day, Darren apologizes to Sam for asking her to give up witchcraft and change who she is. And I'm like, end it here. And the, the whole series right here where he apologizes to her. Done. Perfect. So he says that she can use witchcraft whenever. Says she needs a fur coat. She needs to match. What are her name? Louise, Louise Tate. Tate. Do, you know, get her the best of everything. That's what she needs. Whatever she wants, she should have because she has that power. So, Andorra appears. (laughs) And you might be able to help me fill this in because I don't exactly remember. But I know that she provokes the shit out of Darren. So, I watched this scene several times. She finally says Darren's name correctly for the first time. And Darren's (laughs) like... That's it. He like he's been wanting his mother-in-law's approval this entire time secretly. Like I mean, I want Endora's approval. This is true. <laughs> I mean, and of course you want to have a cooperative relationship with your in-laws. Like that makes everything a whole lot easier. <laughs> what, is, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. Oh. Um, but yeah, Endora is like, yeah, this is what you wanted, Samantha. Happy family cooperation be able to use your witchcraft la 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 and sam's like i don't want a fur coat i want to do everything like the housewife way this is like it's like why couldn't we find a happy medium no fucking shit like she walks up the stairs with ironing you know what she ironed kylie towels she ironed towels that is the thing i really want to know and i wish my grandma was still alive to ask although she was not much of a housewife not saying it like bad. She just she did not fit the stereotype of like the 1950s housewife. Um, <laughs> Good for her. Did they really do that shit or is that just in the movies? See, and that's what I wonder, too. I'm like, who the fuck irons towels? Why do you need like to I, iron towels? I understand being a housewife. Like I understand that that trope and that idea and that that was the reality for most, if not, you know, for a lot, if not most women. Yeah. I truly want to know if the stuff that they show in TV shows like ironing socks and ironing towels and stuff like that were things that they actually did or if that was like what they put on TV as the golden like standard. Right. And Dora provokes some shit. Darren all of a sudden wants everything. He is greedy as fuck and wants everything all of a sudden, which I'm not going to lie is a pretty human reaction to realizing that magic could get you anything you wanted do you know how fast i would have a house oh yeah you just twitch your nose and it's there well the beauty is in this world there seems to be no repercussions see this is the thing that i keep i keep wondering about too is it's like they just like bring fish out of nowhere and dinners out of nowhere and things and i'm like i'm sorry i thought that even with magic it was like an exchange of energy so like when in real magic it is but not in bewitched i guess not because nothing she does has a consequence beyond maybe like annoying someone like it doesn't have like a a karmic like consequence 
acceptance it's not like, episode. <laughs> well, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's not like she gave something life and life was taken away from someone else or something like that. Like, even in Harry Potter, it's like you can't bring something back to life because that would change the order of the world. Like, most magical universes in TV and movies, there is a consequence to your action. Right. Like, this is just supposed to be a fun, lighthearted sitcom. Yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, real witchcraft and, like, even the basic shit that I do, I'm just, like, like, it, in bulk was this last week, which mm-hmm. will take me too long to explain. But basically what it is is this uh, uh, fire festival welcoming in spring, which is coming And refresh. Soon. It's a refresh. Yeah. The, the idea of spring cleaning comes from the pagan holiday of in bulk. So, You're like, welcome, li- bitches. Right? A lot of what you know comes from pagan holidays. You're welcome, bitches. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, but basically, like, I mean, like, bajillions of candles. Because, like, this is... You exchange the money you use to buy the candle and lighting the candle. Like, by lighting a candle, you're essentially destroying it. So it's an exchange of energy mm-hmm. and your time. And, like, also your attention because you have to make sure the candles don't engulf the entire house. So, um, I'm not great at that part. I will say I leave, I leave candles alone a lot. I will leave little ones alone in the next room with the door open that I walk by every, I have cats. (laughs) Yeah. I live dangerously. (laughs) Not really. My cats are really smart and know to stay away from them. They've all been around candles their whole life. Also, if it's an open flame, like, so I had a candle, for when my cat had to have surgery, just dental surgery, she's fine. But I obviously was freaked the fuck out. But that was like a candle standing in soil with crystals around it. And so that was like an mm-hmm. open, open flame. That one I mm-hmm. I watched. If it's a candle in a jar, I might walk out of the room and not think about it too much. I have a lot of open flames because I do a lot of spell. Like candle magic is definitely a huge part of my practice. Huge. It's becoming a bigger part. It's what I feel the most power from. Your candle magic is fucking real. Thank you. Shit is real. She's the candle magic witch. I'm the sassy witch. I don't know what to tell you. I'm Um, still sassy witch. Yeah, I know, but... (laughs) So the next thing that happens is Darren tells Larry Tate that he wants to retire. It's time for him to retire. (laughs) He's like 30. (laughs) He's definitely... I would guess he's about 36. All right, fine. Still, really young. Super young. Mm Mm-hmm. To retire. And and Sam isn't happy. Right? She's obviously upset. Um, He's talking about traveling. He's talking, you know, whatever. So anyway, that happens later. Sam isn't happy. And Dora pops up. She says, the ugliest human disease of all is greed. I think it's about Mm. time you were exposed. I love that quote. The ugliest human disease of all is greed. I, like, want to put that on a wall to remind myself of it daily and be like, yes, I am. As I said to monks, 12 lithium quartz crystals. <laughs> so many crystals. So much <laughs> I wine. am so small. Follow me at the Archivist Witch. I am getting, not getting rid, I am rehoming a few, a few crystals. Yeah. They're gorgeous. She's got good taste, y'all. I've got good taste. I just have gone through my collection and realized some things I doubled up on, some things I don't uh, connect with. So, Mm-hmm. Um, they're all great quality though. I, I only buy the best. Uh, so Sam says the cure to this is too much of a good thing. Oh, Sam, you have not met me, Sam. I don't know. A, I mean, a true greedy bitch like myself, you could not give me 
too much of certain things. You literally just finished saying that you've doubled up on a couple of crystals, so you're rehoming them. Because I need money, not because I... (laughs) Like, let's be... Let's You're be real me. here. I know they could have another good home, but I also want the money so I can buy other things. But you're telling me that you, if you were a really rich bitch, you would keep them. Oh, I would keep oh. all of them. All right. I'm going <laughs> to manifest. I'm going to manifest that you're going to be a real rich bitch, and then I'm going to tell you I told you so when you still tell those bitches. And I will be sitting on a fucking throne of lithium quartz telling you, yes, you're right. But I am on a throne. What do I get when you're a real rich bitch, though? You have a room in my manor. Fuck yeah. (laughs) You have a wing. You have a wing. Hell yeah! You have a wing for you and Patrick and Leah to come. Yay! Anyway, um... Anyway, Sam comes downstairs in a beautiful dress, might I add. Ooh. Is this a fashion report moment? Did you write it down? I didn't because oh, I remembered her only being in her stupid denim shirt like the entire time and I totally forgot about the yeah. dress. You describe it. You fashion report it. I, I didn't write yep. down what it looked like, but I wrote Damn. that it was beautiful. <laughs> blue. is blue. <laughs> sure. But Darren wants to travel the world, basically. He starts talking about how they're going to go on these weeks long, weeks long, Jesus Christ, weeks long trips. And they're never going to come back. Blah, blah, blah. Sam suggests Listen, all of Listen, Darren's them- speaking my language. If Patrick started yeah. talking to me, my panties would be on the floor. <laughs> I wouldn't because I really love uh, being home. I love to travel. God. we wa- like, I like we it have- too, but I would go like once every three months on a big two-week trip to a place that I could really sink myself into. And then be home for a couple months and then do it again in a different place. Like I wouldn't want to just jet set around. Mm, I could jet set for a couple years. I I need to like re regroup, mm. but also I am a pet witch and I need to be around my pets. No, like get me a really tiny dog I can put in my purse, or a cat that would go on a leash, and I could <laughs> just jet set. Them on a plane would be a nightmare. I'm telling you. A turtle. Okay, but you turtles. get what I'm saying though. Like I'm so attached to like that, and also like I'm just a homebody. No, no, no. Like, I completely get it. Ugh. I can travel. Anyway. Anyway, so Darren wants to travel the world. Sam suggests, you know, they kind of start talking about, like, all the things Sam has done. She's like, I've been there. He's like, blah, we could go there. And she's like, yeah. But she says, it would be easiest, actually, if I just put all the memories of these places in our heads. And then we never have to leave. And Darren says. That's some weird-ass witchcraft. And Darren says, half of the fun of doing is anticipating, which is very true. Yeah. That is true words that Darren spoke. Uh, Darren does also mention that he wants to sell the house and get a bigger house. There's only so, two of them. Why? It has also only been six months since they got married. So all of this has happened in six months. Darren appears to be sad that they are moving. Um, Darren did give Sam this like very sweet six month anniversary gift. It's like, what is it? A necklace? Or a it's a watch. Or it's a watch. It's a watch. And it's engraved. Listen, this is actually really adorable. Engraved on this watch says, I love you every second. Am I supposed to think that's cute? I'm a Virgo. I'm such a bitch. I'm like. I'm a Taurus moon, so shut up. <laughs> I'm a Libra. I'm a. Do, do Libras like sentimental things? 
They like cutesy things. I I ain't identifying with my rising and my moon then, because... What should a man engrave on a watch for you? Just, I love you. Oh. Yeah. Just to the point. Yeah. I like sentimental. I just like it to be not cheesy. I like cheesy. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm single. Really? Looking to mingle. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Darren <laughs> says that he doesn't have to... Says he doesn't want to never have to worry about anything ever again. Did I get that right? Yeah. So he basically uh, realizes that not having to worry about anything and not having any goals that you can't reach. You know what I mean? Like not having anything set ahead of you isn't fun. There's nothing fun in life to just have everything handed to you, which I strongly disagree with, Darren. I think you really could have tried harder. Oh, see, my Capricorn rising. We're talking all about my astrology in this moment. My Capricorn rising is like, yes, always have a goal. Always be climbing towards that goal. And when you reach that summit, there's a bigger fucking mountain. See, I really could live a joyous life if I had, if I was, say, an heiress. I would do a lot for charity and I would find purpose in that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I would have a lot of things and I would spend a lot of my day napping in my very glorious king size bed and like be surrounded by foster pets and rescue pets. And like that does sound nice. I'm, but you I'm could not still have sa- goals. You could still like, you know, goals just that aren't money based. If you're if you're an heiress, like I need to date the hottest rock star possible. That's a goal. Eh, rock stars are overrated. I like drummers. But anyway. A drummer is still a rock star, darling. I guess kind of, but he's not a front man. Which drummer are you having in mind at the moment? Um, I have had a thing for drummers my entire life since I be- fell in love with Zach Hansen at the age of six years old. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was like, what is the name of that bitch in Friends? <laughs> I don't oh know my god! You don't oh, Janice! I- Janice! Oh, that was like a Janice moment. God, Jan <laughs> LeBang. She was the funniest part of that whole show. I was my like, last when Jeep Janice was named Janice. <sighs> anyway, oh so Sam does lose it. By the way, over that watch, and she says, "Okay, I don't- listen." Elizabeth Montgomery's acting yes. range is absolutely like she runs the gamut. She's like, great. I love surprised, her. Surprised, scared, like literally sobbing, real crying tears. And it's just like, I love these things and I love you. And I want you to understand that this is what I chose. And it was just like, I got, I, I, I was like, no, V. It got to me, me a little. It got to me a little. V, no. Patrick and I had, had a big fight that day, okay? <laughs> Shit. Anyway, so um, Darren does want to go back to before all this started. So the weirdest part of this episode to me is that literally he says, I want to not remember this. So like men in black style. Yeah. It's time travel. She makes time time travels back to when he sent the paper airplane down and she walks the pencil up to him. And that's like the end of the episode. Bizarre. So that's my only problem with the episode is that he doesn't actually learn the lesson. Like, all he had to do was ask her to, like, give him his job back. 
and like take the house off the market. But he could have still kept that lesson with him. Right. But instead he lost all of that. And now it's just back to whatever. Like it's weird. I don't like it. I liked the rest of the episode. I just didn't like that part. Yeah, I know. I was just like in shock that Darren was actually like, you can use, I've been selfish and you can use your magic and this is great. Well, once you get the shit you want. Yeah. Magic, magic seems great. So episode 18, the cats meow. Oh my God. I love this. I love this one. I hated it. No, I love it because there is so much bullshit to talk about. (laughs) And Dora makes it so the cabinets won't open to get Sam's attention, basically. She insists to uh, Sam that sooner or later Darren is going to stray, basically cheat, because he's mortal and that's what mortal men do. Why is she still, I guess because they've only been married for seven months as of this episode, so Endora is No, there's seven months. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. That's what Sorry. they say, which is why she... I know, it. I know. I'm not telling you to shut up. I'm telling them to shut the fuck up, not you. So we're at Darren's work again. Wonderful. Favorite place to be. Uh, Miss, <laughs> Miss Marshall, which we love a female CEO. However, we don't love how she Her is portrayed. automatically being sexualized with the sexy saxophone music. And I'm just like, why? Why she enters a room and she's looking all professional with her suit and her yeah she looks beautiful but beautiful in a very professional manner professional she's a fucking she's called the Iron Tigress I'm like hell yes get it Margaret and weird racial undertones I will say the Iron Iron Tigress Tigress has some racial undertones we're gonna get into the racism (laughs) yeah yeah that's true (laughs) this woman this woman is white by the way white and blonde gorgeous um but yeah she She looks like samantha in like 20 years but they automatically like the sexy saxophone music she's just like she's not sauntering around the room or anything she the the most sexy thing that happens is she looks at darren and is like i like your layouts i hope i'll like you too and like that's exactly the tone she says it in and i'm like yeah don't get ahead of my i have very little to say in these episodes so i'm so sorry (laughs) runs the company and she needs uh, basically they're trying to get her to buy the campaign that Darren is proposing. So yes. she wants, she's very obvious. She wants Darren to know her opinions, right? So she has strong opinions. Love that. Love a female in charge. Hell she yes. wants him to meet her in Chicago tonight. So she literally wants him to get on a plane to go to Chicago, which is probably a two hour plane ride, I would guess, or New York. So Darren like doesn't know what to do. And then Tate says, she doesn't know you're married. And you should keep it that way. Larry Tate continues to be the worst character on this show. Pig. This guy is about to be a dad. He's so gross. Darren is going to miss his seven month (gasps) anniversary. Shocker. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm just saying as the things go. The problem here is that he doesn't tell his wife that it's a woman. No, it's really funny. He keeps describing this person. And I'm like, you can't be more obvious when you say this person. This is not 2021 when we're being gender neutral. This is 1964 when it's very much man and woman because the fucking patriarchy tells you so. Instead of saying he or she, he's like, yeah, they they (laughs) and Marshall. He keeps saying Marshall. So once again, Uh he's shady as fuck. Samantha asks to go because 
as much as I love the actress, she really can't entertain herself. It's really kind of getting to me. Uh, Darren refuses, <laughs> says that women and work don't mix. He's literally going to make a deal with a CEO woman. Yep. He makes her promise to stay home. Uh, like, not go anywhere because obviously he knows she could pop in and out. And Dora pops in just to say, I told you so. Which we love Endora for. I'm getting sick of Endora in this episode, <gasps> to be honest. How dare you? No, just because of the shit she pulls in this episode. I love her. So she keeps she keeps the episodes interesting, in my opinion. She does. I don't understand why this is like our fourth episode on questioning Darren's fidelity in the marriage. Oh, though. because that's just the trope. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is. Larry Tate insinuates that Darren needs to do, quote, whatever it takes. So apparently, Miss Marshall lives on a yacht. He lands in Chicago and is escorted to a yacht. Bye. I'm so embarrassed for this poor actor. The character's name is Cujo. Which is it really? Well, and I have something on that too. This guy, he's a Japanese chauffeur. This guy has an American accent. Yes, he does. I found out this actor, Clarence Lung. Excuse me, Clarence Lung is Japanese. He was born in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> he's he's not fucking from Japan. And they're Did they give him, him a Japanese accent? They didn't give him an accent. He's talking in an American accent, but he says things like Missy Marshall and you go to yacht. Oh. You go to dine with her. Okay, so I've watched a lot of these older shows and things like that and like For instance, Mickey Rooney, a white man, playing an extremely racist portrayal of a Chinese landlord in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, Things like that. It's really bad. It's really fucking bad. And, like, especially when you're like, this is the work I'm going to (laughs) get. It's hard. Yeah. You can't really blame the actors for the time period. Unless they, outside of the work, did really awful things. But, like, this guy, Clarence Lung, actual Japanese guy, played many roles as a Japanese... Japanese-American guy. Right. Japanese-American person. Born in Boise, Idaho. Has an accent. Missy Marshall, wait for you on yacht. Mm. In an American accent. (laughs) But, like, chopped up English. Yeah. Anyway. Because Japanese-Americans who speak regular English are not a thing. It's also, like, really pointed after the fact that we put them in camps on the West Coast because they yeah. happen to be Japanese and we were in a war with Japan 20 years before this. Ouch. Ouch, okay. ouch, 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 But I have to point out, just to redeem this a little bit, so the name Cujo, because, of course, all of us are thinking about Stephen King's novel Cujo. Cujo, K-U-J-O, is actually, I looked this up because I was like, mm, that's interesting. I wonder what the origin of that name is. Is actually a, a long-established Japanese family that um, was part of the five clans, the five Fujiwara clans that date back to, like, the 1100s. I'm, I'm biting the microphone, just in case anyone... I'm being Cujo. I've never seen Cujo. <laughs> Did you hear anything that I just had to say? Yes, it's a family from the 1100s. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can I can multitask, bitch. I got this. Okay, okay, okay. 
Yes. So the captain, I believe it was the captain. It was the captain that walked up that has the cat. And he says that they found it. Darren automatically thinks the cat is Samantha. So he calls home and Endora lets it ring. <laughs> Dude. And I don't have a problem with her letting it ring. She doesn't know. No, she does. Because she walks up to the telephone and is like, she's not here, Donald. But she doesn't know that he thinks she's the cat. I think she just knows that. He's looking for Sam and she's not going to Sam's not always going to be on call for him. I don't think she knows that he thinks she's a cat. But not well, but not only that, but like Adora is just like about instigating any sort of bullshit into their marriage. Well, she knows that Darren's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, that's true. So Samantha forbids Endora to from going to Chicago to check on Darren. You missed the whole thing where Sam was like so Endora's like, there was a phone call. And Sam's like, who was it? She's like, oh, well, I didn't answer it. She's like, I bet that was Darren. She's like, oh, well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> like, Endora, like, completely manipulates her. It's just weird. I'm not into it. All right. Um, anyway, yeah, Darren so is now on the boat. With, Darren is on the yacht. The and Miss Marshall is very obviously trying to seduce him. Fashion report. Okay. Because, damn, discuss. she looked good. Ooh! Madeline, Ma- not Madeline, Margaret Marshall. Mar- Madeline Marshall sounds familiar. That must be from a different thing I saw. I thought you were going to say Madame Marshall. <laughs> I was like, okay. I will call her Madame Marshall. She could be Madame Marshall because she looked fucking fine, okay? She does. Her outfit is a long sleeve, body tight, like superhero spandex tight. Mm-hmm. It is a purple garnet glittery sequined long sleeve shirt with a gold balloon skirt i uh, am yes. like wow oh trivia about this actress um her name is martha hire okay. and she was in she was hired Sabrina. for this why i didn't know you were capable of dad jokes uh i've been around an elderly dad my entire life he was 50 when i was born <laughs> Every time I had a men in black phase and he'd go, you mean the men in blue? Like every single time. Jeez. Martha Heyer was, um, she was in Sabrina with Audrey Hepburn and played the love interest, the alternate love interest of the main character. Is this like 10 years prior? Isn't that the 50s? It is. Yes. Okay. Actually, exactly 10 years prior. God, I'm Sabrina good. Came out in God, I'm good. I've never seen it, but God, I'm good. Oh, that's a good one. Humphrey oh, Bogart, you. William Holden. Woo! Well, Robert Redford, number one. <laughs> Woo! I love him. Also, the guy in Streetcar Named Desire, the super famous one, whose name I can't remember right now. Yeah, who like totally let himself go and was like a piece of shit. Um, later in life. Marlon, uh, Marlon Brando. Yes, but God, he could get it in the day. Damn. I mean. They don't make him like Marlon Brando no more. So anyway, Darren is crawling around the the deck of this boat looking for the cat and trying to talk, not even the deck, the inside too, talking to the cat like it's Sam. Mm-hmm. And that it's lovely so butler we discussed earlier first sees him and is like confused. And then Miss Marshall appears in a smaller dress. Yeah. And she is also confused and yet still wants to kiss him. Margaret Marshall is a playa CEO badass bitch. And I'm like, yes, 
get it. Strong woman. I have a real issue with insinuating a woman in power has to assert that power in a sexual way. She wanted to. Okay. I just don't like a sexual... Like, why the one woman in power in the show we have to sexualize? I mean, they sexualize her from the very beginning, but yeah, you're right. I get the I get the point of the episode. I'm just saying it. It drove me nuts that the woman in power finally has to be trying to fuck Darren. <laughs> no I offense to, to D- one second, but no offense to Dick Clark York. He's not hot. He's not. He's got big ears. I don't mind a big ear. I love me some Barack Obama. <sighs> we miss you, sir. But anyway, continue. I was just going to make a comment on another witchy sort of thing. So yes, she please. makes a comment about Venus because they were going to do the Venus Demilo for the campaign. Uh-huh. Like, you know, yeah. the, the thing with the hair and the angels coming down and all that. Um, so she says, well, to my consumers, Venus is a plump girl who never stopped biting her fingernails. And I'm like, excuse you. She is the goddess of beauty itself. Yeah, because Plus, she wants to be the main person in the ad. I'm like, girl. She's saying that she's better than Venus. And I'm just like, oh, get struck down right now. Like, Venus has got to have some pull with Neptune, and y'all are in the ocean. I just Googled Venus images. She's, I mean, she's just. I just want to make sure. Oh, my God. It just gave me the planet. God damn it. <laughs> Venus, and Af- <laughs> Venus and Aphrodite are the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like the curvy lady hovering her bits on the clamshell, yeah. right? Exactly. Yes. Okay. It just came up. Yes. Okay. She's always curvy. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of the Renaissance painters, like, they, the the term Rubenesque, you know, women who were yeah. very curvy and Girl, big butts, would, tiny boobs, I would be looking good. so good for a fucking Renaissance painter. I'm, like, the perfect Honey, body type. I'm petite and I'm short, but so would I. <laughs> you don't have a belly, though. At the right angle, I do. <laughs> 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 anyway, I mean so, the fact the fact that I'm short, like it's just oh yeah, all, I don't like, got that going. I'm too tall. I'm five nine. I'm too tall for that shit. I I have a really short torso. Like I'm me mostly too. Legs. I'm literally all, Matt was six one. I am five nine. My legs were longer than his. Anatomy is bonkers. I Anatomy mean. is bonkers because I carry all my weight then in my tummy and my boobs and my thighs. But I have <sighs> lovely calves. <laughs> And you know what? Getting back to the point, Venus loves every single bit of it. Okay? Yes, We're all exactly. good in Venus's we are, eyes. Exactly. We're all 1, beautiful. Call on Venus when you're not feeling your bad bitch beautiful self. Okay? Venus will fix you right up. She definitely will. So, um, Darren and Miss Marshall do kiss. Which yep. is the second or third time he's cheated now. <laughs> is, it, is that cheating? Kiss? Yes. Yes, that's cheating. Uh, oh, Okay. In my opinion, kissing someone is cheating. I mean, she kissed him. I don't think it... He was not against it. Darren goes looking for the cat, and he finds the butler. Cujo. (laughs) A a pelican appears, so I can't really watch it. I was about to say, how much did you freak out about this Um, I can't really fully talk about it because it's... um, Like, if you see your worst nightmare on screen... But then be told you have to talk about it for a podcast. Have we really talked on pod about your fear of birds? Okay, so I have 
we might have mentioned it. I have a severe, severe, severe phobia of birds. So, like, Kylie will only cover the birds by Alfred Hitchcock if she loses a bet, like, hardcore. I will never. <laughs> All right, I I'm going to have to get a guess for this that. this podcast. <laughs> because the first thing every guy, you know how many times on a dating app I've had to tell people that I don't like birds? Or in person, anytime a new person learns that I don't like birds, have you seen, oh, did you watch the birds? No, because I'm not an idiot. I've been scared of birds my entire life. Why would I watch that? I literally can't watch, like, National Geographic if there are birds on it. I can't walk down a street if there were sparrows on it. I will stop dead in my tracks. This is a lot worse than I thought it was. It is a severe phobia. Jeez. All right, so I'll talk about the pelican then. No, I I can talk about it because I just have have to get through it. So, Darren, a pelican appeared. Pelicans are also just fucking gross, okay? He thinks it's her again. And then he thinks, like, he thinks the pelican is Sam. And then he thinks it's the cat again. And he's just, like, super confused. But the butler and the captain both see it, So they all think he's insane now. I, th- I think he's insane. Yeah. Miss Marshall thinks that he is, quote, romantic with cats and pelicans. Pelican. That was hilarious. Are you often romantic with cats and pelicans? And she's like, like, I don't, I mean... Maybe like she's kind of open minded about it. Yeah, she's honest. a little kinky. I, I don't mind that. So uh, eventually, she says, "You know, the deal will go through anyway. This was just kind of extra." Oh, she on the guessed cake. that he was married. Yeah, she, she guessed, guessed that he was finally. married. She also said the deal was going to go through. I liked your ideas. Blah blah blah. Well, so, this is the thing. Like, because this conversation was like, he's like, "So I guess the deal's off. I wasn't supposed to tell you that I was married." And she's like, "What?" No, you can tell everybody that we're good to go. Like, yeah. I like your ideas. And, like, proving once again that Larry Tate is a complete yep. pig. Larry Tate's a piece of shit. So, Darren returns home, and he brings the cat with him, thinking it's Samantha. So, he comes into the house talking to the cat as if it's Sam. And then Sam appears, and then he pretends to give Sam the cat as a present. And so, then, fun fact. Yeah. The cat actually belonged to Elizabeth Montgomery in real life. Oh, and the cat... Oh, I hope someone hands me the Jijibay. That's my cat. Jinibay. Are, are, are you ready for the name of this cat? Yes, I am. Zip Zip. Oh. I know. <laughs> Ow, my heart. And, spoiler alert, Zip Zip's gonna be back. I'm so excited. <laughs> Zip, also, spoiler alert, Zip Zip is still alive. Zip Zip never died. Shut up. Everybody Amen. shut up. Zip Zip is the ghost mascot of this podcast. <gasps> Not a ghost, still alive. Really cranky, but still alive. It's only been 40 years. Go- Look, ghosts exist in their own right, too, Kylie. I know. But anyway, uh, you do find out, because the pelican is outside the doors, that Endora was the pelican. which is I was- knew it. Yeah, that was my guess, too. And then Samantha goes, Samantha's like, good night, mother. You've never looked lovelier. And this pelican, y'all, is ugly. Yeah, because all birds are ugly. Don't bring up. Oh, right. oh, got to shake off the bird. OK. Oh, my God. Guys, it's bad. It's Matt new. Any partner I'm with has to know to scare off the birds. OK, in New York, it was a task for Matt. <laughs> Those pigeons could not come fucking near me. It was three months into our relationship and he was scaring pigeons off. That's how I knew he was the one. Oh, the flap. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't even like butterflies. What the fuck? 
I don't like baths. <laughs> You're a witch. <laughs> you don't like baths? I don't like flappy things. They're sky puppies. They're terrifying. They're sky puppies. They're flappy. <laughs> no, it's a I'm phobia. Come back. It's a legit if phobia. I, if I die before you, I'm going to come back as a bird and you're going to know it's me and I'm going to annoy the shit I will out kick of you. you in the face. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, Kylie. I know it's a legit phobia for you, but... <laughs> Everyone thinks it's hilarious I'm... until I kick their pet. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, under, I completely understand. I just, like, I didn't understand the severity of it. So, like, oh, this it is, is just... It's a full-blown phobia. It's not like I'm afraid of birds. Right. I'm beginning I'm beginning to understand that. Uh yeah, if you flap, you are nowhere near me. Okay. All right. More wine. Let's keep going because we have yeah. more fashion reports and we still have to do the special new segment. Yes. So, episode 19, a nice little dinner party. This is cute. I actually like this episode. I love this episode. It has Endora. I'm in when there's Endora. So the intro is them discussing how Darren's dad has retired and Samantha decided to invite them to dinner. Frank and Phyllis. Phyllis. Thank you. Actually, I don't like this episode. I remembered what how it is. I don't like it. Um, oh, so she invited them over and then she also invited Endora over for dinner. She says, oh, well, they liked Aunt Clara. And he's like, well, they thought she was just an old baddie lady. I've Which seen like, your mother's witchcraft. You get turned into a toad. And I'm like, when the fuck did she do that? What happened to you, Dennis? She's d- Dennis? I did Was that th- on purpose? Oh, yes, because that's what Endora does. Oh, my. So Endora uh, is there. And she's definitely flirting a little bit with Frank, uh, Darren's dad. She's definitely playing up, I guess, her sexual. She is so not attractive to me. So I don't really. She's just like. Fashion report. Yeah, she does look. Go ahead. The problem with Endora for an elderly woman in the 1960s, she looks bomb as fuck. I'm just saying, like, she's not like Sam. Listen, they need to get rid of the blue eyeshadow sometimes. Yes, yes, and the super thin eyebrows. <sighs> yeah, because well, they're super, but they're super drawn on. They're not like super. Sam's eyebrows. Don't look like that. Mm-mm. They're doing it on purpose as like a witchy right. thing. And right. I don't like it. So like Endora still got on the blue eyeshadow, but like her outfit is this gold sparkly pantsuit that is like yes. it's a little bit bigger fitted. It looks like um one of those um Chinese pantsuits that men wore. I found out what they're called. And they're they're only for men, like in Chinese culture, they're called Changshan. Okay. The female equivalent is called Shangshan, and I'm probably pronouncing that incredibly incorrectly because I am white as fuck. But sorry, Shang-shan, we don't speak Mandarin, guys. Shangshan are the cute little dresses with the little buttons in the front mm-hmm. and the cute cap sleeves, like those really fitted ones. So Shangshan are those, and the Changshan are Changshan are the ones like the big suits with the big jackets, like the most traditional Chinese outfit you can think of. Right, just look up Shangshan. Mm, Changshan and Changshan, and like that's what you get. But how dare you not speak Mandarin? I did my best. You did. (laughs) I'm trying. You did so much better and so much more research. I would have been like, so um, she's wearing a. If I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna do fashion report, I'm like, I'm gonna be thorough about this. You did great. (sighs) Thank you. But yeah, that's what she's wearing. But it's it's sparkly and gold. But like the fucking eyeshadow ruins the whole look. 
Honestly. It does. And the hair is over the top, too. It's like, let Agnes Moorhead just be beautiful. She's beautiful. Dude, she's so pretty. It's kind of up for grabs whether you think she's flirting with him or just trying to be, be nice. nice. I mean, I think she is a little flirtatious, but I think he's the one responding, if that makes sense. She spent. She pays no attention to Phyllis. Like her first comments. Well, are neither great. would I, because Phyllis is a bitch. Yeah, Phyllis. Phyllis is um. Phyllis, Phyllis is no around. fun. She comes around. She does, but even in the episode before, when it was just Samantha, yeah, she was she's just not nice. <sighs> yeah, she's not great. All so right, anyway, anyway, he invites her to a play the next night, which is super inappropriate. I will say, yeah, he's like, we have an extra ticket, and then Phyllis. This is when I started feeling for Phyllis, though. She's like, well, I'm not gonna go then. Yeah, and I'm kind of like. Yeah, I don't blame I you. I wouldn't either. Fuck that shit. And Dora says, mortals can be very unreasonable, which did make me laugh. <laughs> See, here's the thing. From Endora's perspective, because she's like, let, let's A thousand years old. Right. Like, you know, at a minimum. She like was talking about years. Cleopatra and Caesar. Like, she's old. Right. Right. She's old. So, like, like her talking to a man is like. She doesn't really make her move until she, like, takes her top off. Yeah. She's literally just socializing at this point. Right. Right. But she she doesn't find Phyllis interesting upon first glance, so she doesn't think anything about it. Because, like, that's the thing is, is, like, people think men and women being awkward around each other. like And, like, let's, I'm, I'm just assuming sexuality, like, if a girl likes a guy and a guy likes a girl, you know? And Dora has very much made her decision known that she likes men. It's, yeah. Right. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, sexuality, like, people say, like, oh, well, you can't be friends with the opposite sex. And, like, bullshit. It's bullshit. I can be friends with my guy friends, but I treat them very differently from the guys that I'm flirting with. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is, is, like, and, like, I know men and, like, particularly my husband, I see the way he kind of is cautious about what he says to women because it can be taken flirtatiously uh-huh. and like men have a history white men have a history of like coming on too strong all to men have a history of coming on too strong i'm sorry yeah. race aside all men do i have been hit on inappropriately by as many non-white men as i have by white men <laughs> i live in a diverse area <laughs> I'm, it's nice. not a bad thing towards any race i'm just saying men are oh no men. i just i mean i just speak to what I know. What, that's yeah. part of what we do. And we try to be real on this podcast about like, you know, social cues and things. Anyway. I'm just saying um, men of all types have made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, moving comfortable. On. Hey. You know, both ways. It works both ways. It's got you just got to have consent both ways. Consent is the most important thing. So Darren is pissed, right? So Darren is mad that, which honestly, I don't blame him. I don't think he should be mad at Endora. I honestly think he should be mad at his dad because his dad is the one making it really awkward and weird. He's mad at Sam for inviting Endora. Yeah. yeah. As if Endora is the town whore. Like, what are you even talking about? Probably. Shut up. But not like... <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Like, like he's acting like she invited an actual sex worker to meet his dad to steal him away from his mother. I like, know. It's not, it's, yeah. It's just her mother. Yeah. So right. 
Um, Darren says the most offensive thing I've heard on this show. I'm beginning to realize why they burned witches at Salem. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Guys, the people who were murdered in Salem were likely were not, not even practicing witches. And also, really? Like, really? Mm-hmm. But Sam zaps him down to the couch and makes him sleep there for the night because she is best, which I don't blame her. Good for her. So the next day, Darren's parents are still fighting. They aren't speaking. The dad, Frank, slept on the couch, which is hilarious to me. It's not that hard. You just build a pillow barrier between you and your spouse. You don't have to actually kick them to the couch. You just don't have to cuddle them. It's really not that hard. Anyway. Sometimes if I'm mad, I go to the couch. (laughs) Oh, no. I like my bed. (laughs) Oh, no. We have an insanely comfy couch. And sometimes for me, it's like I need to be in another room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I always go back to bed. You don't stick it out. Yeah, I know. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So Frank says that he will eat with Endora before. He's not going to eat with his wife before. And he he does ask, like, are you sure you won't come? And she says, no, I'm not going to go. And he's, like, still completely fine with going just with Endora, which is super inappropriate. Endora Mm. insists to Sam that she's going to go because she had a plan and blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing is Endora, once again, is just like, this is just a normal social engagement. It doesn't matter that he's a married She man. really like, isn't. Just, she really isn't right. being manipulative. Right. She's just like, I'm going out with a friend. Whatever. And she also, I think, sees it as like, I'm doing a nice thing. Like, your mortal husband's parents. Right. And I mean, honestly, I think Frank Frank's whole thing is we've established in this episode he's bored because he's retired. Yeah. Like. They talked about yeah. him like, and that is very real. Let me tell you, with my parents, yeah, very real. My dad retired from the navy when he was forty. Oh God, forty-seven. He had a whole year where he wasn't working. Maybe not quite a year. He drove us cuckoo, but like, so my dad had been in the middle and like was used to like. Going on deployment at the drop of a hat and shit like that, and then all of a sudden had literally, literally nothing to do. Yeah, he drove us all cuckoo bananas, and like, it's a hard transition. Uh, Darren's mom comes to visit him at work the next day. She wants automatically advice. Advice. Wow, wants advice on a divorce lawyer. Because Frank didn't come home last night. He spent the night at the club because he claims he didn't have his keys. So he was knocking on the door. Phyllis was already in bed and he couldn't get in. So he says he went to basically like their country club and stayed the night. We know this because Sam went to visit him. Yes, I apologize. I didn't include that. So actually this part was really sweet. I love this part. Yeah. Frank reminisces on this old romance and you're starting to think like who is he talking about his first love his high school girlfriend something like that he reminisces on all the old times they had and how sweet it was and how pure it was and it's actually Phyllis it's Phyllis oh my god and he asks Sam if he's just being a silly old man she says no so he does admit that since he's retired is he's been bored and his life has been drab and he's just kind of desperate for attention and something to do and was giving him attention so he wanted yeah, to spend time just with her. something new and i don't still think yeah. it's appropriate but i you get it like it makes sense yeah uh samantha takes phyllis out to get some new clothes get her hair done and feel, fashion just, report yes Holy please moly phyllis 
looks amazing. It's Does amazing she? what a little hairdo will do for a it's lady. It's like a nice okay? updo, yeah. She looks like, because her hair is done up because that's the 60s, right? Yeah. But like, she, f- it's got, it's been like floofed and is like symmetrical, but she's got on this dark, dark blue fitted dress and this green silk scarf, which Frank was talking about. In yeah, that's story. what she had back in the day, too. But this fucking hat. Oh, my God. It is a black. <laughs> this hat. Yeah. Listen, I'm on a crusade. Patrick bought me some of these gorgeous 50s-style felt hats that Ooh. I try to wear. Yeah, I try to wear when we go out to fancy things, which is like nothing now that it's COVID. But, you know. I'll post a picture to the Instagram because they are adorable. Yes, like, one has do. a cow has a calla lily on it. It's adorable. But anyway, Phyllis's hat has this this black pl- feather plume on the front and then these like pearls hanging down the front of it. It's like, I'm into this hat. And with the green silk scarf. Yeah, she looks beautiful. So was that the rest of the fashion report? Um, The other fashion report is... Is it Endora coming it, in? Endora coming in looking Yes. Like the competition she allegedly is because she's Which got... She isn't. The- Phyllis is also a beautiful lady, might I add. Phyllis is gorgeous. She, and she looks amazing. But, like, Endora in this huge black fur coat. And mind you... <laughs> Such a bitch. Fur, I love her. Fur fur is not good these days, people. No. Not good. Fake but, fur. <laughs> fake fur. You could do faux fur and still rock it, okay? Yeah. But <laughs> Endora in this black fur and this long pearl necklace... And, like, these dangly pearl earrings. And, like, her her red hair piled high on top of her head. Just Very flapper-esque. Nose. She looks badass. Yeah, she looks like, great. Phew. She's looking like a hella witch. Like, yeah. Phew. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, she came in it. She came in in her best. She didn't front. She, she came in in her best. She, she, and she, and, like, that's the thing is she, like, and, and you know, she dressed up for herself, which is what you should always do, witches. Yep. The other day I dressed up. I put cute clothes or cute clothes by cute clothes i mean pants and a decent shirt and went and got my nose pierced again because i was like if i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna look decent doing it hey i didn't wear slippers or ugg boots i wore combat boots and for me and covid that is me dressing up so i dress up normally it's the top part that's dressed up and like made up in the jewelry and everything but like the bottom is usually pajama pants but it's like i'm half I'm half feeling great, but the pajama pants are mostly because I'm like, I want to be comfortable if I'm going to yeah, sit in the chair no. all day. Yeah, for sure. I The second I came home, I took off my jeans. And by the way, and they're then, jeggings. They're not real. I'm not a monster. Um, So, <laughs> God, who wears real fucking jeans anymore? Jesus Christ. So, um, and Dora does actually come to the Stevens house, Phyllis, when, um, like we said, she comes in and she did come to apologize to be like i didn't mean to try to steal your like i wasn't trying to do that and phyllis uh, is all like i hope you'll be very happy together because like yeah phyllis what? is kind of being a bitch about it she honestly thinks she's losing her husband because yeah. she she feels like a million bucks and she turns around and endora objectively looks better objectively she's, yeah. She's more dressed up. She's in a fucking fur coat. Yeah. Which is like everything in the 60s. So. Yeah. Which we already learned because that's like what they were talking about Louise Tate having and Sam not having. So, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But I give into our credit that she did come in to apologize. So Frank decides to go on a cruise by himself because Phyllis is on a train to Phoenix, which is Phyllis a is long like, ass train ride. Like Phyllis is like, I'm done. I'm done with this marriage. And Dora came to apologize, but I'm just going to give her. And Dora, and in Dora's words, like she just gave me her husband. But you have to give someone an explanation. Yes. At that many years of marriage, you have to at least let them explain what happened. Fuck, like. Although I can't, I wouldn't end a marriage, but if Matt had just not come home after a night, no, 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 no. Well, the thing is, is that Sam found him, told Phyllis what happened. Yeah. Took her out and got her makeover. At that time, he was. Right. Like, Sam basically tried to knit it all back together, and then Phyllis was like, no. No. Well, she's still Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis. When will you ever learn? Basically, Sam and Dora kind of magic it so that they end up in Angel Falls together, which is where they got engaged. This is fucked up to me, though. Why? Not Because all the people, like, on the train are now in Angel Falls? No, because not because they made the train and the plane go to Angel Falls, but because they made people, they influenced people's minds and actions to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like they made Phyllis stop the train multiple times Mm -hmm. and they made the pilot say he was going to land in Angel Falls. And I'm like, I'm all for manipulating things with magic. But, like, messing with people's brains is, like... That is where we draw a hard line on this podcast, that is for sure. Stealing babies, manipulating brains. No, no. I'd rather steal a baby than... I'm just kidding. Whoa. Hot take. Then manipulate a brain. I don't know. That's awful. Anyway, um, to think of taking over someone else's mind is just really terrible to me. Yeah, no. I don't, like... Uh... Frank and Phyllis do meet up at the depot, and it's really sweet. They apologize to each other, and they head on home together. Here's the thing that I have a problem with. What? They they meet up in Angel Falls, where they had their most romantic moment of their entire relationship. And Frank goes, you look really pretty, Phyllis. Can I drive you somewhere? He says somewhere. And Phyllis, like a fucking bitch, goes, Home. You want to just start over with this bullshit, Phyllis? Why don't you guys go oh, take I thought a- it was nice. No. I thought it was nice because she just wanted to return to their beautiful life together. No, you go to a hotel in Angel Falls and you figure out why you got married in the first place. Okay, you dirty lady. So Sam does at the same time is like, oh, why isn't there a thunderstorm? Because originally there was a thunderstorm and creates that for Frank and Phyllis. And Sam and Darren decide to, quote, never get used to each other, which I have a real fucking problem with. Dude, I love being used to my husband. Um, I was so used to Matt that I have seen every fluid that can come out of a person come out of Matt, Whoa. and I still loved him. I was going to say something totally different. <laughs> I'm just... No, I know, but I'm just saying you can get really fucking used to the physical and the mental part of someone and still be completely but crazy in love with them. Yeah. I mean, like, like a less, not not less valid, but less gross example. Like if Patrick's oh, yeah. having a mood, I, I know to bring him tea. 
and put a Wally. When Matt was bloating, I knew not to bring him salty things. <laughs> I like it. I'm just saying I literally saw every fluid. I mean, I love you so much, but that's really gross. There is no getting used to each other. There is always something new. And also... There is, though. That's When the thing you get is used like... to each other, that's kind of part of the beauty of love. Yeah, I love yeah. being used to my husband. And I love him being used to me because it's like, if he knows that I'm in a mood, he's like, she might need Cheetos and will sometimes go get me Cheetos. Mm, I love Cheetos. Mm, girl, they're the best chip or non-chip. I don't know what they are. What they're, they're just a snack. Okay, last episode. Episode 20, your oh, witch is showing. Oh, my God. I'm getting exhausted. We're almost done. We, I know. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot. Our surprise. Our surprise segment. I made a Mad Lib. <laughs> Do I get out to of, fill in the spaces? Yes. Okay, yes. yay. So I made a Mad Lib out of Frank's speech to Samantha. Oh. Not not the cute one, the funny anecdote at the end. So Kylie's going to fill it in. Okay. All right. So Kylie, I mm. need a noun. Dog. Uh, another noun, please. Wine. <laughs> Can you tell what's around yeah, me right now? A person. V. Oh, my God. Put me in this thing. An adjective. Happy. Okay. That's- Something I never am. Oh, Lord. A verb, please. A verb ending in I-N-G. Running. Something I never do. A celebrity. Jennifer Aniston. Don't know why that popped into my head, but she did. A body part. Arm. A noun. Two nouns, actually. Moon and star. I forgot how fun Mad Libs are. An adjective. Funny. Another adjective. Fuzzy. (laughs) Another noun. Purse. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't need you to go anywhere. It's Mad Libs. (laughs) Another noun. Chinchilla. (laughs) I love it. All right, here we go. (laughs) This is Frank's speech after he finishes telling Samantha about their wonderful date at Angel Falls. I know it's hard for you to think of Phyllis being that young, but let me tell you, wow, she was really dog in her day. (laughs) That's an adjective, not a noun. The word was something. She was really a dog in her day. (laughs) I just forgot to add the participle. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Keep going. And then Samantha says, in her day, she's wine now. Yeah. The only thing that happened is when you met V, she made you feel happy again. Yes, I do, baby. <laughs> and then Frank says, yes, she did. You know what I've been doing every day since I retired? Running in Jennifer Aniston's arm in the newspapers. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? That's bad enough. What really scared me was that was becoming the moon of my stars. Oh, that's cute, actually. <laughs> He's in love with Jennifer Aniston, not yes, Dora. I mean, nothing. I had nothing else to look forward to. Oh. What V? What V did was to point out how funny my life had become. 
Okay. I guess I was I was getting fuzzy for purses. <laughs> what the fuck? That's sad, isn't it? <laughs> There's one more. That's one more. We're so stupid. <laughs> Here's one more. And then Samantha says, he says, that's sad, isn't it? And then Samantha says, no, it means you're a chinchilla pop. <laughs> I will say it's really cute that she calls him pop. I know. I loved that. That was cute. I forgot to write that down. That was cute. <laughs> Beautiful work, okay. me. We're, we're going to keep up the Mad Libs because that was really fucking fun. <laughs> We have a whole other episode to go. Holy shit. It was worth it. That was so worth it. We'll power through this. Okay. Episode 20, your witch is showing. And Dora pops up during breakfast, uh, starts discussing with Darren and Sam how there's a wedding. Sam won't go because Darren can't go. Mm. Even though it's like her lifelong friend or something. It's like a family friend it's that her she's cousin. known forever. Oh, it's her cousin. Okay. Darren is at work. This new guy, Gideon, is there. And he is creepily obsessed with Darren, in my opinion. Mm. Darren is presenting his new, I guess, campaign or his ideas for an ad. And he gets hiccups during his presentation. Oh, but first... I only did this fashion I did this fashion report because the client hold on, I didn't do the thing. Fashion report. <laughs> As if they could see. Didn't you hear the snap? <laughs> fashion report. I gotta do the snap right next to the microphone. Yeah. Fashion report. There All you right. go. <laughs> I do it up in the air like people can see me. I know um, exactly. Because the jackass for that is the client is like oh that's a mighty fine material because he's only paying attention to Gideon not to Darren who is giving the presentation. Gideon has so Gideon, many teeth. So many teeth. Gideon played by Jonathan Daly and fun fact Jonathan Daly comes back in an episode in season five as a totally different character. An orthodontist? I don't know. because That's who he should be playing. I'll let you know if I ever get there. I'm never watching to season five. But you it, will have to actually shoot me. Damn. Completely. If this podcast blows the fuck up and I'm getting paid for it, I will watch season five. But other than that, girl, no. <laughs> okay. Um, Gideon is dressed in a dark brown suit with a uh, tealish blue handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Very messily stuffed into his pocket. Yeah, he's not great. And a blue and silver striped tie. Darren, by contrast is in a dark blue suit. Actually, he looks pretty dapper. He usually does. A, a nice red tie. And I don't mean like a red Trump power tie. It's like a nice Ew. soft <clears throat> red. God, I forgot about him for a minute there. Thank God. He's it's gone. So, so beautiful. Daddy Biden is here to save us. <laughs> Grandpa Biden. Although oh, he's, he's my daddy's oh. age. He's actually my dad's age. <laughs> I think. Oh, well, Daddy Biden. <laughs> Auntie Kamala is here. <laughs> Oh, he's literally a year. He is a month older than my dad or younger than my dad. Oh, he is 78 years old by a month and two days. Younger. Wow. How about that? And my dad likes to comment on how elderly he is and how he's losing it. The irony is real. Anyway, continue. Suits. All right. 
uh, Darren is is wearing a nice. It's a nice subtle red. It's not like you know a bright in your face red, and a matching handkerchief that is neatly folded in his pocket. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, Darren looks better than Gideon, and yet the client is only paying attention to Gideon because he's flattering him. It's because of his teeth; they make me uncomfortable. So <laughs> he just showed me her teeth. <laughs> Second episode in a row. <laughs> Darren is presenting. He gets the hiccups during his presentation. Gideon kind of steps in and shows Darren up during the meeting, right? He kind of is a dickhead. The elevator stalls while Darren is in it, and Gideon goes back to, quote, get his briefcase. So he's not in it. Not in the elevator. And it stalls while Darren is in it. So Gideon magically covers for Darren at the meeting. Magically? Oh, he didn't actually magically he conveniently covers for darren at the meeting magically so darren is late to work the next day randomly like he never is apparently even though he has a delicious breakfast every single morning with his wife today he's late Mm. uh gideon shows the client drawings that are just like darren's gasp Gasp. Darren originally thinks it's Endora's doing, which that's a little mean. Endora's never messed with your work before, Darren. Calm down. She messed with their relationship before. Hmm. Still, your work is a whole different thing. True. Darren tells Sam that he thinks there is magic involved. And Sam starts to agree with him. Yeah, I mean, she's not completely against it. She's like, maybe. So Endora now has just gotten back from her the the cousin's wedding fashion report <laughs> this is my new favorite thing just interjecting with fashion report <laughs> i'm so glad you like it because i was really excited about it i love it Endora, holy shit again with the eyeshadow but i'm gonna put it aside for a second she is in this cheetah fur jacket <gasps> yes holy fucking yes i want shit. it Oh, she wears it the whole rest of the episode, which makes me think, well, if she was only in the episode to wear the fur cheetah jacket, why can't she have different eyeshadow? Because it's like because, a thing. Because Just like, like Sam okay, always has a gentle winged eyeliner. And Dora's whole thing, I've talked about this in a previous episode. Agnes Moorhead had to get on set at like 6 a.m. so they could do her makeup for like three hours. And then they were on what set What were all they day. doing? Just piling the eyeshadow on up to her eyebrow? Probably. She does not have like... A fake nose on. It's probably it was probably hair. the hair. It's probably the hair. Yeah, yeah. But I agree with you. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I think that the hobbits spent less time in the trailer in New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> that's like Jim Carrey the Grinch level. Yeah. I, anyway, the, oh god, the cheetah print. Oof. I mean, it's so delicious. I want one. <laughs> I want one. I want one. I love I, cheetah print. Listen, I'm kind of not. Yeah, I haven't really been into animal print. Until I saw that jacket. Oh, you want to know what I, as a callback, what not to wear taught me that animal print is a neutral. Hell yeah. On what not to wear, Stacey London always said animal print is a neutral. So you put cheetah print with any color, it works, bitch. Oh. Yeah, girl. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as like zebra, but like cheetah, leopard, you know, tiger, if you really want to get crazy. But I would, I, I usually stick with leopard or cheetah myself. I'm having an out-of-body experience. I think I'm going to have to go get some. I know, right? Let's We'll talk about I'm it after. imagining myself. I want and... a leopard print um, a sweatsuit. 
Mm. Because all I wear is sweatsuits now, and I really want a matching set. But anyway, is that the end of the fashion report, ma'am? That's the end of the fashion report. For this one. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, and Doris shows up, as we said, in her cheetah print. She knows Darren is in trouble, and she does offer to break a spell with another spell. She's like, this could be a spell. Do you need me to help? And he turns her down like a dick. No, he says yes. He does? Yeah. I wrote the wrong thing. He initially is like, oh, that sounds great. Or is it? And she's like, I'm the only game in town. Like a total badass bit. Oh, it's so good. She's the best. So the, this- okay, I do have to mention, though, she called Darren three different names within about 10 <laughs> seconds, though. She's like, Dennis, you are family after all, Donald. It's such a power move. Ugh. Just to it's, call someone by the wrong name is such a power move. I love it. That's why people keep going like Kamala, Kam, whatever. Oh the fuck my her god, name her name is Kamala. It's Kamala. It's Kamala, not Kamala. It's Kamala. It's not that fucking hard. Anyway. I had a learning moment with that, like right at the beginning of like election. Oh, of season. course, you have to learn it. But once you learn it, it's not that fucking hard. It's Kamala. There, people Kamala who have been in Harris. people who have been in Senate with her for years are pretending like they don't know it just to be a dickhead. Like you people know. are assholes sometimes. People. Fuck. Republicans are assholes. Most. Many. Majority. Ma- many and most and majority. <laughs> Every M noun we can think of. Or hashtag abolish the two-party system, bitches! Yes, 1,000% also arrest the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. Amen, sister! Hell yeah. So the next presentation, things continue to go wrong for Darren. Um, Apparently, Andorra gave him some kind of placebo spell to make him feel more confident. <laughs> it was like... It was like- Ammonium and garlic salt in a little spray bottle. Yeah, and he, like, sprays it on Gideon. Uh, <laughs> Who is confused as fuck, which yeah, he should be. Yeah, I don't be. blame him, yeah. The presentation piece literally catches on fire, and uh, Darren tries to spray Gideon with, with whatever the fuck Andorra gave him, and it doesn't and work, And Larry obviously. Tate, in his only heroic move in the entire show, puts it out. This is the only time Larry Tate gets credit. Including the time he was excited about Louise's pregnancy because he was still an ass about it beforehand. Yep. So uh, Gideon is now apparently coming over to the house to get the file from Darren. Gideon starts immediately sucking up to Sam, of course, which is hilarious because if anything, Sam is one loyal ass bitch. Oh, yeah. Sam makes it so he is himself, basically. So she, she, like, magics away his facade facade thank you those beautiful word choice and he starts talking about how he needs to step on people to get to the top how he cheated through college how he's just working to beat everyone else basically but he never mentions magic so he does mention that she asked him how the elevator thing worked and he said he pressed all the down buttons at once and it happened to work out he rigged the boards uh to not work at the presentation so they were stuck together unless he did it And he had seen Darren doodle the designs the day before they were presented. And obviously rigged the presentation to catch on fire. Yeah, they didn't mention it. But yeah, I assume. Well, Sam was trying. Sam was trying to get him to use the table lighter. She's like, do it our way. And he's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. You're right. She did do Mm -hmm. that. I thought she was just trying to catch him into being a 
a witch or a warlock, whatever you want to call it. She was. She was. That's why she was like, light it our way. It doesn't work. Go ahead and light it up our way. Darren comes downstairs, hears what Gideon is saying, and punches him in the face. Knocks him out cold. I didn't think that that was warranted. I always think a good punch is warranted. Oh, shit. I'll never piss you off. Oh, no, honey. I will punch you. Damn. No, maybe not you. But I have had a lifelong dream of punching someone in the face. Um, Because I'm a girl and we're not allowed to do that. But, like, guys get to fight. Like, it's like a thing for guys to fight. But girls aren't allowed to fight. And I've always wanted to just know the feeling of punching someone in the face. We should petition for, like, a Roadhouse remake, but with chicks. Don't know what that is. Patrick Swayze movie where he, they, like, famously made fun of it in Family Guy. Well, I refuse to watch it. He's basically just, he just, like, beats the shit out of everybody the entire movie in that. Sounds like John Wick. Yeah, but with Patrick Swayze. But I prefer Keanu Reeves. Uh, Have you seen John Wick? We talked about this literally last episode, yes. Okay, good. Because but, but, but I forget. But, you know I forget, but, girl. I know, but like you, John Wick, dark hair, broody, skinny bitch. Yeah. Patrick Swayze, brown hair, muscular skinny. and tall. No, he was not skinny. Keanu Reeves isn't skinny. He's pretty ripped. Keanu Reeves is pretty skinny. Oh, that's why he's my type. Damn it. That's what I'm saying. Damn Patrick it. Swayze is like muscular kills people because of his dog is really my type i mean that's a good type to have they hurt his dog anyway to wrap this up darren says that Gide- what gideon did was wrong and if they don't like it his you know his larry tate and whatever they can uh he will leave and their sales can drop again and he wins the campaign back basically he wins the campaign back and that is the end but the of real- the episode and the end no, of this no, segment no no, no, no. <gasps> Dinner. Afterward. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. Endora, like, they're, like, having a conversation about Endora. I liked this episode because Endora kept, like, randomly popping in and, like, cackling. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what she does at the end. Sam and, and Dennis are having dinner. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Clark York. <laughs> Poor Darren. Poor Darren. Poor Dick. Poor Dick York. <laughs> Uh, but they, they're like having dinner and, uh, Sam was basically like, I'm really mad at mom for giving you my, my mother for giving you a placebo. And he's like, oh, really? Maybe we can finally be rid of, and he keeps hiccuping like what he did at the, at the beginning with the presentation. And he thought Gideon was a warlock. But, uh, so basically what happens is, uh, Endora makes him hiccup and Sam goes to say something and she sneezes and blows out all the lights because her little nose twitch. And then you just hear Endora cackle because they're like talking about I probably about never... turned it off before that happened. I'm not going to lie. Oh my you. God. You would have loved it. You should have no, turned it on. I just described it really badly because I drank 32 ounces of sangria, but, uh, y'all enjoy that, I guess. It's free on IMDb if you really want to see what I was talking about. Beautiful. Good job. Okay. <laughs> I'm only oh wrapping it up this quickly because we're at, we're, we've been recording it's a lot. So it's, follow yeah, us it's at Witch Theater with an R-E. Follow me at The Archivist Witch. Follow V at? At Mystical Millennial on Instagram and Patreon, babies. And what is the other podcast we can listen to? Oh, yeah. You? Fabulous Fools is coming out with an episode this weekend. I'm so excited. Please support. 
via Patreon. That's just my little extra plug because she's a great tarot reader and all those. Oh, I think. You know. Yeah, if you support me at the $10 level on Patreon, you get a three-card reading, which is at a discount and a whole bunch of other cool shit, so. Every month or just when you sign up? Every month. Wow. That's a fucking bargain. It is. Because my three-card readings are normally $15. That's a fucking bargain. So do that, please. Next week, we're actually, it's a really exciting week. What are we talking about, V? Do you remember? Get out! Yes! Get out! Yes! We are I breaking cannot. out of our paranormal activity realm as much as we love it, and we are going dick deep into... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretty I'm... sure Jordan Peele would appreciate that. And to get out... Um, so I love it. He loves it. It's a fucking incredible horror movie with incredible social. Oh my god, it's just so fucking good. It's so fucking. It's gonna good. be a really fun... the amount of criticism you're gonna get from us is basically nothing. Let's be real here. Like it's Jordan Peele. Like we're not gonna be criticizing much. Um, but if you want to hear us gush and love on this movie, please listen next week. Um, tell your friends about us. Our listens are low, guys. Let's get those back up. They were doing better. Let's get them back up. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like on Instagram. We have a Facebook group. All that fun stuff. And we will see you next week to talk about Get Out. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> oh my god.